Imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women. Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Lead Hership Global. This is a program for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage and bold leadership. And today, you'll hear from Angela Santi about becoming a human-centric leader, how to integrate your lifestyle and your leadership in a more purposeful and intentional way. And you'll learn about Angela's unique Dolce Vita leadership model. We'll talk about how to disrupt the obsolete leadership paradigms that have led to the great resignation and the tidal wave of quiet quitting. Today, you'll learn about the four pillars of Dolce Vita life mastery model, a very bespoke business and life blueprint of daily business and personal routines and habits so that your lifestyle and your leadership integrate effortlessly and lead to a fulfilled and rewarding life. Now, let me tell you just a moment about Angela. She is absolutely remarkable. She is Italian by birth and cosmopolitan by vocation. Angela is the one-of-a-kind Dolce Vita leadership and lifestyle designer for elite entrepreneurs, business owners, and experts. She is fiercely protective of her craft, the art that is the science behind the good life. And as such, she has pioneered the four pillars of Dolce Vita life mastery model. She works privately with a select group of ultra high performers and global leaders. Her Mediterranean infused methodology ascends today's high flyers to unprecedented levels of success while leaving, living the La Dolce Vita, the signature Italian lifestyle through her very bespoke best life blueprint, which is really a transformational implementation of daily business and personal routines and habits that fall effortlessly into place with the La Dolce Vita lifestyle. Angela, thank you so much for joining us today. Linda, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm so honored to be on the podcast and thank you very much for this fantastic introduction. And I love the way how you pronounce La Dolce Vita. It's fantastic. <laughs> thank you. Coming from you, that is very high praise. Thank you so much, my friend. Now to begin with, I'm really interested in your journey. Tell us a little bit about your journey, what's led you to have such passion around integrating your lifestyle with your effective leadership style in a more purposeful and intentional way? All right. So it's a very good question. And I like to say that uh, I am integrating all this in my fourth or fifth life in this life. So it's not a woo thing, but it's just I had very different stages in my life. And um, why La Dolce Vita? 
why this quality of life is so important to me because I was born in a family, in a wealthy family, a family of multi-generational entrepreneurs. So the Dolce Vita was something at the order of the day. And I was empowered by my family just to follow my passion, what lights me up. And I was living La Dolce Vita basically all day long. Also doing La Dolce Vita in the United States as I studied in Berkeley and in Santa Cruz University for a while. So I... <laughs> I was, you know, like living La Dolce Vita in California as well, which is a different kind of Dolce Vita as the Italian one. Then uh, what I did was for for um, a daughter or of a, you know, somebody who has a who is a business owner was normal for me to go and work with my family business that at the time was one of the top ten Italian firms in the automotive distribution. So we were distributing like Ferrari, Maserati. Mercedes, and again, a lot of Dolce Vita. And there I was in charge of organizational development and HR development, where again, I wasn't that aware, but you know, like I was following my guts, I was following my heart, and I wanted my people, my teams to have an amazing life at work. Because I said, after all, you are staying, you are spending more time at work than at home. So I want you to have a fantastic life. So um, fast forward to 2008, my family business was thriving. I was super successful, but the crisis hit and I was kicked out of the business. You know, we have to close and I had to decide what to do. And this was like my third transformation. So I said, okay, now I want to create my Dolce Vita with my own business which is something that I didn't achieve because I have to start working for other. Um, so I, I started my own business, but I was working as an independent contractor. So I was thrown all over Italy and my life quality was terrible and I was suffering so much. So I was losing all, all the sparkles, all my passion for working. And, uh, and when I it was about to hit my 50th birthday, I decided to let everything go and to put everything online. So this, and I came to the Dolce Vita again. So this is to say that it's very important to know your value. And it's important that your value are, you are embodying your value every day. And why for a leader is important to live La Dolce Vita, which is the quality of life is the top quality of life that you can imagine and it's an attitude it's a feeling it's not only a behavior of going to the restaurant and enjoying you know the Italian way of living it's important because as a leader you have a mission you have a vision to accomplish so you want to show up at your best every day and more important than that I think it's you are impacting other people's life with the way you behave every day at home, at work, and in the world, if you're a true leader and a charismatic leader. I love that, Angela. You're so right. And so, you know, you've referenced La Dolce Vita in those times where you felt like it was just a natural part of living. So can you explain a little bit more about what the La Dolce Vita lifestyle and leadership style is? And how does the La Dolce Vita leadership style actually impact workplace, company culture, but 
but overall fulfillment and overall sort of level of happiness? Sure, this is a fantastic question. And uh, I want to go back to the definition of la dolce vita again. So literally, la dolce vita is the sweet life. But the translation doesn't give justice to this term, which is so huge, so comprehensive. And it's really about the philosophy of living that comes from the ancient Romans in Italy that were able, you know, the, the, uh, the Romans were conquering the empower in the empire and they built the biggest empire in the world but they weren't only there you know like fighting or you know being okay fighting is not good but at the time working was fighting and uh they weren't only taking care of the public offices they were enjoying their life and there they had this concept of otium and negotium that were an in alternation all the time. So otium means uh, idleness, which for us has a very, very good connotation. I know that for the Anglo-Saxons is a little bit different. And negotium is action. So negotium from the etymological standpoint means without otium. It's without idleness. So in a way, the concept is you are work hard and play hard so working is in between play and this is one thing the second thing is we built you know over the 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 centuries and the year and this dolce vita is an attitude to all aspects of life that entails the ability to live in the moment and to enjoy life beauty life pleasure and to prioritize pleasure so that everything appears effortless because you are always in the flow. So again, balance is the key. So it's not too much pleasure and not too much, you know, like action and push, push, push. So from there and from my upbringing, from my business experience and from my knowledge, I uh, systematize my methodology. So um, dolce vita, again, so dolce is sweet and vita is life, but it's an acronym for what I call the four dimensions of la dolce vita, which are vitality, illumination, techniques, and assets. So these four dimensions have to be aligned and in balance and have to be in service of what you want to create in your business and in your life and life quality. Because we have, you know, as business owners, as visionaries, one of the reasons why we started our business was also, well, yes, to impact the world, et cetera, but also to up-level our life quality. And now I want to challenge our listeners, is our life quality and your life quality aligned, coherent with what you wanted to create, or it's not? You know, it's it's aligned with your dreams or it's not. So back to the four dimensions. So these are vitality is all the habits and routines that keep you energized, that keep you, your brain power, that keep your focus. Illumination is everything that brings you joy, motivation, is being in the flow, is doing what you love, is being in your zone of genius. And also the spiritual, you know, the, your spiritual part. The techniques are all the strategies and systems that help you work smarter and possibly less hours. 
and assets are your skill set, your belief system, but most important, it's yourself. So when you have all those four dimensions aligned and in balance and you embody this Dolce Vita and you start prioritizing your true pleasures, then you can bring the Dolce Vita inside the company environment. And we know that those who quit the office are basically quitting their boss. So as a, as a leader, as a boss, you impact in a positive or negative way your company environment. So when you bring La Dolce Vita into your company environment, you understand that it's important for your people to live La Dolce Vita as well. So you bring vitality, which is everything that ensures organizational well-being. Illumination is the corporate culture, is having the right person doing the right job. Techniques are all the systems and processes and assets are your people and their skill sets. I love that. I think the four pillars are just brilliant. And it's sort of a, a really fresh look at this idea of what it takes to lead a balanced life. So thank you, Angela. Now, what would you say is perhaps the most difficult hurdle for a leader or for a company to get through in order to help their employees reach that balance or perhaps be more themselves to be able to embrace the four pillars of La Dolce Vida? So I would say that it's culture and it's biases because we are all influenced by you know, our society and our society is very much on the push, 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 go, 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 action, action, action. Whereas La Dolce Vita is more about contemplation, is more about being. And actually, you know, leaders are generally high achievers, so they can't conceive not to achieve anything. And they want their people to achieve goals and everything. So, and they also feel that when their, their teams and their people are not achieving something, they're wasting time, which really is not true because I always say, you know, to my clients that, you know, of course, bring this objection, I say, you are asking your people to think out of the box. But if you keep your people inside the box all the time and yourself inside the box all the time, of course, you you lead with, you know, like like a horse with blinders on. And the same thing is you ask everyone to be creative. How do you measure creativity? And if you're stressed, you're not creative. So you have to take a step back, do less, contemplate more, go outside, get, you know, like inside, stimulate, talk to people, enjoy, connect and get new new things. And then when you really are enjoying this Dolce Vita and you bring your Dolce Vita inside, you can understand it. But this is the most, you know, like the hardest hurdle that they have to, to overcome. Thank you, Angela. You're right. I do think that culture plays such a big role um, in whether or not as a leader, you're able to create an environment, a workplace that really brings out the very best in those that you work with. So how do you see leadership evolving in the future? What do you think will be the primary attributes and characteristics of a truly transformational, effective leader? So 
think about leadership a generation from now, two generations from now, how do you think it will evolve? And how do you think that we'll begin to really value our leaders? So I think that the, the most natural way for leaders and leadership to evolve is to become more and more what I call renaissance, human-centric, to connect more with the people. And as a matter of fact, what people are asking is more connection, to be seen and valued more, which also means to meet their needs. And of course, the company needs are important, but also people needs are important. Because if we if we want to see what leadership will be, like in two generations, one generation, who, what is uh, you know that generation? So I am a next gen, and I think that my generation is the last one who uh, is still willing to sacrifice their life for security, for money, for success. The younger generations are not. So a true leader is really the leader who is able to understand the generation gap and to find the sweet spot between the company needs and the company goals and what people want. And now we all see that flexibility is a given. It's a given something that people want. They want to feel a sense of purpose and they want a healthy and good organizational environment. So everything is going that way. And it's really, it's not difficult when you have this click and you understand it. And again, it's a cultural shift more than anything. It, and it's the the willingness to um, to challenge your inner influencer, your voices that, you know, say this is right, this is wrong. There is no right or wrong. It really depends on what's happening and what's for the best of you, of yourself, of your people and of your company. I love that. And I think it makes so much sense to really focus on more of a human-centric leadership style. But even if you're not in a leadership role, it seems like there is an opportunity to bring more Dolce Vita into our daily routines. And so if we wanted to embrace the La Dolce Vita lifestyle, if we wanted to explore the La Dolce Vita leadership style, can you share some actionable tips of what anyone could do in their daily life right now to lead a more rewarding and fulfilled life? Sure. So the first thing that I would recommend to everybody is to define what La Dolce Vita means for you. Because for some people, is uh, something very simple, like taking a walk in the green or just going window shopping or, you know, connecting with friends. For others, is going at the golf club, is yachting, is, you know, something more luxurious or is having a fantastic meal in a restaurant. So what is La Dolce Vita for you? And what are those simple pleasures? So the second step is what are the pleasures, you know, that you are missing, you know, that belong to that idea of La Dolce Vita and start scheduling those pleasures, even if it's just a few minutes in your calendar. This must be your priorities. So, and then be able to seize the moment and set boundaries, meaning boundaries with yourself first and with other people secondly, so that you really respect this. As a leader, 
to embrace La Dolce Vita is uh, make yourself, I don't know if it, this is the right word in English, it's replaceable in your business. So stop wanting to be everywhere, let go of control, um, trust your people more and delegate more so that you can stay out of your business because a leader should take care of the strategy first of relationship networking and networking frankly you do a lot of networking while doing la dolce vita because all the places you know where you meet other people generally are fun so go out more let your people trust your people more and let them make mistakes let them learn from them and let them feel heard, seen and safe inside their place and listen to what they want instead of guessing what they want. I love that. So understanding what the simple pleasures are that we take solace in, that we find joy in and really uh, assessing our own life to say what kind of time, what kind of priority are we giving those simple pleasures? creating boundaries and ensuring that we are creating a succession plan or a business to be replaceable. All of those are such important recommendations and such important reminders of what we need to do to create a La Dolce Vita lifestyle. Thank you. I tell you, we are rounding out our time together, Angela, and you've offered so much amazing perspective, so much really valuable insight. But I'd love to ask about one piece of leadership advice that's made a really big impact to your success. What can you share with our audience today that has really been a meaningful piece of leadership advice to you? I would like to share one of the mantras that are, you know, like my bacon, and it's discipline is freedom, which means. It takes a lot of discipline to be free and free, I mean, free in your thoughts. So always try to have guts, believe in yourself, follow your values, no matter what. Even the most successful leaders sometimes get stuck, but who cares? Be disciplined and go ahead, be free. Don't listen to anyone and just go ahead and... Uh, and this is it. And you'll have La Dolce Vita. This is a way to reach La Dolce Vita. I love that, Angela. You have been such an inspiring guest on Leadership Global. Thank you so much, Angela Santi, for not only being a member, but being such an impactful, inspiring leader. I am so grateful to you. And I so appreciate you generously sharing your expertise, your knowledge, your insight with the Leadership Global audience. Thank you so much, Angela. It's my honor and pleasure, and thank you very much, Linda. Thank you for joining Leadership Global's award-winning podcast. As a member of Leadership Global, you have the opportunity to meet inspirational leaders, create lifelong friendships, and be surrounded by others who are invested in your success. Join our global community of inspiring women in leadership, women who will help you create greater levels of impact, support your personal and professional breakthroughs, and help you accelerate your success. Don't miss out on the opportunity to show up, 
speak up, and step up in your professional and your personal life. Find out how you can join us at leadhershipglobal.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.